Praise God. So grateful for you. I'm going live today uh, as we also are recording for our podcast. And uh, the Lord has really just put it on my heart to come to you today and talk about the Pelosi attack. So you probably have heard about it. We're going to dig into it and get the spiritual connotation and how we should pray, how we can pray for our nation. This has just really been a, a flash pan uh, ex example of what the enemy is trying to do in our land and, and we as believers have the ability to combat this in the spirit by prayer. So let me pray for us and then uh, we'll get into this. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this opportunity to use platforms such as Facebook and Twitter and YouTube to proclaim the word of the Lord, the will of God, the heart of God. Uh, you are love, Lord. Uh, you are here for us. You are our shepherd. You are our shield. God, you are our provider. You are everything, and you are our satisfaction. God, I pray that we seek you for answers, no matter what it is, no matter if it's in the political sphere or if it's in the education sphere or the sports sphere, God. You have something to say, and you have a purpose and a plan. God, you're doing this for the glory of your son, Jesus. You're doing this to bring your family home. You're doing this so that we may shine and people can come to know the heart of the Father. So use my mind and my mouth now, God, to proclaim your goodness. We love you for this opportunity. Now we need to hear you in Jesus' name. Amen. God, I bless you for the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. Uh, so we're going to talk about the Pelosi attack. If this is your first time joining us, whether you're here on Facebook or YouTube or even on our podcast, uh, I'm Frank Mickens. I'm with Faith Fire Worldwide Revival Ministries. This is Faith Fire Media which is part of our mission to, to reach the world with the flame of revival. And uh, God is bringing his people to himself. He is reviving us again. He is purifying his bride and he's doing it prophetically. And so we are a prophetic ministry uh, that is here to share with you what's on God's heart and what's on his mind. So that is why we're here to talk about the Pelosi attack. So you might have been like me when I heard of it. I was not necessarily surprised, but I was surprised. I was disgusted. I was devastated for her and, and her husband and their entire family. I was devastated for our country because I knew there would be some people celebrating that Nancy Pelosi's husband was attacked. I was, I was heartbroken. And so I began to seek the Lord and ask God, what's going on here, Lord? What is it that you want us to know? What is it that you want us to see? We do walk by faith and not by sight. So we can't just look at the headlines we have to ask the Lord, what's really happening in the unseen? What really is happening that you want us to pay attention to? And he answered my prayer. And so uh, many of you who are familiar with this ministry know it is a prophetic ministry. And the Lord speaks through visions and dreams. And last night, particularly, uh, as I'm broadcasting this live, uh, the Lord gave me two particular dreams and then brought my attention to another dream that I had in December of 2021. I have my notes here with me. Uh, we're going to get into the Word of God today. We're going to do that. But I do want to share what the Lord showed me last night and scripturally what it means. So last night, two things happened. I saw four spiders descending and they descended on me in my dream. And I immediately woke up and I immediately knew the Lord had given me a peek into the unseen realm, uh, into the second heaven, into the realm of the spirit where the, the angels and the demons reside and they are in a battle. This is where the spiritual um, things above us and beyond us are happening. And uh, so I was like, okay, Lord, spiders, I know those aren't good. And uh, he was gonna bring my attention to spiders again. In the second dream, what I saw, and I knew all of this had to do with the Pelosi attack. I, had, I, I knew this. 
it was the Lord showing me the spiritual connotations, the spiritual root of the outbreak of what, what was such a dramatic act of violence. And so in this second dream, I was in a car at a stoplight and there were two other cars uh, that I had my attention on. One was next to me to my left and it had a couple inside. And then there was a, a, a car to their left and inside that vehicle were two men and they were verbally abusing the couple. They were saying things like, you don't belong in this country. And so we hear the political jargon there, the, the you know, America first kind of stuff and immigrate, anti-immigration and all of that, and just hatred, uh, lack of compassion. And these people had done nothing to their attackers, their verbal abusers, they were just sitting in traffic. And a, and a third car showed up and uh, those inhabitants of that car, they started going off on those people as well. So they were being, uh, com uh, they were coming against two different cars of folks who were opposing them or were being abusive to them. And one of the drivers uh, turned their car around in traffic to face this couple face to face. So the nose of their car was touching the front end of the couple's car and they're face to face. And then the other car got behind them. And so these two attacker cars began to, in, in allegiance with one another, drive in reverse. So the couple was now going backwards on the street because the car in front of them was pushing their car and the car behind them was going in reverse. So they were pinned inside and they were going at a, a ever increasing rate of speed. And at one point, the woman who was in the car that was being victimized was ejected from the vehicle. She bounced on the street and she landed by hitting uh, the door of a business on the side of the street. So she was thrown dozens of feet uh, and was just devastated. Her body was just treated like trash by this attack. And so the Lord was showing me the spirit of anger, this spirit of hatred that has been manifesting in the land. And so he was bringing my attention to it. And so then I woke up and I go into prayer and the Lord reminded me of a dream I had in December, 2021. I told you we we're gonna go back to the spider thing. And in this particular dream, the Lord showed me the master plan of the enemy as he is spreading these lies in the land to basically encapsulate people's minds with a lie that makes them feel like they should be the answer to what they are unhappy about. And so in this dream, I'm talking to a demonic spirit and I ask this spirit, what is your Archimedes? And this is how God embeds truth. He does it in ways that are so dramatic that it can't be us. And so the word Archimedes means master plan or master uh, cunning, glory to God. And so I'm asking this demonic being, what is your master plan? What is your master cunning? What's the cunning thing you're doing and designing in the earth? And so I walk out of this building, which was a white house. Keep that in mind. I'm walking out of a white house and all of a sudden I see all these spiders, spiders parachuting hundreds of them as far as I could see. And they were holding these green nuts that looked like tiny coconuts. And I heard in the spirit, walnut spiders, glory to God. And I knew that this was a plan of the enemy to basically by, by air raid, 
uh, deploy an attack on the land, America specifically, by spreading something that was inside of these nuts. I stepped on one of these nuts and tiny spiders came out. So every time you stepped on one, more spiders would spread and they would invade. And so everything that I tried to do with my natural means was actually making it worse. I also stepped on another one of those uh, coconut looking green nuts and, it, and, and dogs came out of them, literal dogs. And the spirit of God was ministering to me about how dogs in scripture often represent demons, glory to God. And so we need to, to know that the enemy is unleashed a demonic attack in our land and there is a spiritual solution, glory to God. God always embeds hope in his messages. He's not just gonna say, oh yeah, you guys are under attack, deal with it. No, he is our sword, he is our shield, he is our light, he is our salvation. We are not to fear, glory to God. He is the strength of our lives. And the part of this that is so dangerous is when people think that they are the answer and they start seeing things in the land they know don't line up with God's word, the enemy can actually use their pride and their fear to pervert their heart condition toward God and try to act in their own strength. And that's what's been happening in the political realm. So many people have been acting in so um, crazy ways, people attacking folks on, on, on airplanes over masks, uh, people being berating pharmacists, berating business owners when they were being asked to wear masks. Why? Because this spirit is being unleashed in the land, this perverse spirit. And what do, what do spiders do? They weave webs, lies, webs of lies. And so if I'm not careful, if I'm self-righteous, if I'm not in the word, in the presence of God, if I'm not humble, I can get caught up in lies the enemy has given me as bait. I can take the bait and then instead of being in cahoots with the Lord and the army of the Lord, I now become in allegiance with the enemy in order to literally play out the enemy's plan. And so people like who were in my dream, who were saying, you don't belong in this country and are verbally and physically abusing people are actually thinking they're doing good, but they have had their minds stolen by the enemy. And so you might be wondering, okay, where is this in the word of God? Go with me to Isaiah 59. This is what the enemy's plan is. And the Lord unveiled it in scripture. This is how the enemy operates, Isaiah 59. And we're gonna go to uh, just a few verses, Isaiah 59 and, come on Holy Ghost, verse five, verse five. And before I go further, I wanna tell you, the walnut orb spider is a real spider. And I want you to hear what the, the, the encyclopedia says about walnut orb weaving spiders. They are capable of concealing themselves, say concealing themselves in very confined spaces. This tends to act as a defensive advantage. So the enemy is operating in a way that gives him an, a defensive advantage. He's operating under concealment. Come on, Holy Ghost. And so we need to be able to understand what he's doing because when his, when his plan is exposed, then his defense tactic is no, is no longer operate, uh, operating. It's no longer effective. And it says they are capable of concealing themselves, which increases the number of locations that they can be constructed, that their webs can be constructed. And their name means living in the shadows. So, you know, they have a, 
a genus and a species. Their genus and species is Nuctenia umbratica which literally means living in the shadows. And so this enemy plan is in the shadows. It's not gonna be something that people are gonna know. They're not gonna notice it naturally. It's something that we discern by the Spirit of God. And so the Lord sends prophetic people with the word of the Lord to uh, uh, allow people to understand the times and the seasons and what we should do. Glory to God. It's called the Issachar anointing. We don't have time to go into it, but I'm bringing to you with the Issachar anointing what it is that is going on in this time and in this season and what it is that we can do. Listen to Isaiah 59 as God is telling you and showing us one of the ways the enemy operates. Glory to God. It says, and, and it's talking about the enemy, they hatch vipers' eggs and they weave the spider's web. He who eats of their eggs dies, and their works are works of iniquity. So the people who eat these seeds, these eggs of lies that are sown by the enemy and being spread in the land, they literally are being brought death, and they are operating in works of iniquity. And it says, and the act of violence is in their hands. It's not enough for the enemy just to take someone's mind from them and get them to operate under lies. He wants them to act out in violence. And so that has been breaking out in the land, the spirit of violence and the spirit of murder. I've had several dreams where the Lord has shown me this demonic spirit and how it's manifesting in random attacks on people, random uh, bursts of anger and wrath, random acts of violence against people who've done nothing wrong except show up and look wrong or say the wrong thing or be from a wrong country in someone's mind. And none of this is the heart of God. But the enemy wants the act of violence to be bursting forth from these people who have what? Bought a lie. They've been entangled in the web of the enemy. It goes on to say in Isaiah 59 verse 7, their feet run to evil. Do you see this? How these people's minds are being taken now because they've eaten the seed, they bought into what has been woven, they've been entangled, they can't get out of it because their mind has literally been bought by the lie, their mind has been darkened, and they can't think straight. And so now their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood. They no longer have the ability to slow down and think critically and think reasonably to slow their own emotions down and to act in ways that are, 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 are reasonable. They have been stolen. Their minds have been stolen. It says their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths, meaning wherever they go, they're looking for something to take down. The way of peace they have not known, and there is no justice in their ways. Isn't that ironic? A lot of people who are acting, January 6th is a perfect example. A lot of people who are thinking they're acting in the, to the benefit of the country for justice. They think they're bringing righteousness to the land. They're actually doing the direct opposite. Why? Because their minds have been stolen by a web that has been woven of lies because they ate something the enemy dropped in their lap. They took the bait. They ate the egg the egg that has inside of it dogs and, and tiny little spiders that are, are gonna weave more webs. It only gets deeper and deeper until the spirit of the Lord sets you free. It says they have made themselves crooked paths. So this is a person who has agreed with the enemy. They did this themselves. They took the enemy's bait and now the, the Lord is saying, you decided to go this route, to go a crooked route. And then it says in verse eight, whoever takes that way shall not know peace. That means there are consequences. 
So this brother, for instance, who attacked Nancy Pelosi's husband, he's now in the justice system. Peace has been removed from him. Him attacking Nancy Pelosi's husband and asking, where's Nancy? Like he's trying to exert justice, execute justice, actually did the direct opposite to his life. He's not gonna find peace. He's not bringing righteousness to the land. He now is under, he's under the justice system. He's now under consequences, glory to God. And that's not something that's bad, but for him, we pray that he comes to himself and understands that everything that he needs is in his father's house. We're gonna talk about that in a little bit. So they don't know righteous or judgment because they are self-righteous. This is where we gotta be careful. When you become the hero of your own story, you are no longer working, walking in humility, you're walking in self-righteousness. Jesus is the hero of this story, okay? He's the king. The government is upon his shoulders, not us. We are to occupy till he comes, what? In agreement with him. We are his ambassadors. We say and do what he says and does. Even Jesus didn't do anything he didn't see his father doing. He didn't say anything he didn't hear his father say. And so it behooves us to have the same heart, amen? I praise God for this word. So. I told you these spiders I saw in my dream were carrying something that looked like coconuts. Well, the word coconut is so interesting because it means skull. When we know represents death, it represents darkness. But beyond that, the people who, who uh, the explorers who came across, across coconuts and gave them that name coconut were thinking of a, of a demonic spirit that they were familiar with, a witch that was called Coco. And because the coconut has three dots on it that looks like a face, they were reminded of this witch known as Coco in their folklore. And we know folklore has a root in the demonic. It has a root in the demonic. It's real in the demonic. And it's something that the demonic has engrossed people with so that they will believe it and be afraid of it. It is to encapsulate their minds. So they noticed something familiar about a coconut's, uh, uh, the look of the coconut. And so what am I saying? In the demonic spirit, the dream the Lord was showing me was showing me that this spirit is a spirit of rebellion and witchcraft. Witchcraft is associated with rebellion. Rebelling against what? Righteousness. And so now people who think when they listen to Alex Jones or they listen to some other um, um, outlets, they think they're getting truth that is going to set them free, but actually they can be getting bait that is setting them up for bondage. So you might be saying, okay, what do we do? Because I'm not just here to expose the enemy. I'm here not to just uncover the enemy. We want to remove the enemy and we want to dispel the enemy. We want the enemy to be removed and sent to dry places, never to return again. So the enemy is defeated and we don't have to worry about this anymore. Okay, so let us pray. How do we pray? We pray for the blind eyes to be open. Go with me to Isaiah 42. And we got to believe that our prayers work. Glory to God. We've got to believe that our prayers matter. Hallelujah. Uh, 42, Isaiah 42, verse 16 says this. I will bring the blind by a way they did not know. So here's something we got to remember. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. People who are acting this way, this brother, God bless him who attacked Nancy Pelosi's husband. He didn't know what he was doing. He was not in his right mind. Yes, he, he made a decision to buy a lie. And so we do hold him responsible for that. But the spiritual connotations he was not aware of. And so just as Jesus prayed, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He knew to pray for mercy as we should pray for mercy for people who are acting in these violent, hateful ways. 
They, are, they have been bought and brought into uh, allegiance with the enemy's plan, and we need to pray for God's mercy, and we need to pray for God's deliverance. Glory to God. It says in Isaiah 42, verse 16, I will bring the blind by a way they did not know. I will lead them in paths they have not known. I will make darkness light before them. I will make crooked places straight. We just read in Isaiah 59 where it says that they made themselves crooked paths. And the Lord is saying, I will make crooked paths straight. What are we saying? Pray for the Lord of the harvest, the Lord who owns the world. Everyone in it belongs to him. Pray that that darkness will be light, be made light before the people because God visits them and opens their eyes. Why doesn't he do it, Frank? Well, we got to pray. We have to pray God's will. We are ambassadors. He gives us authority in the earth. And so as we pray, as, as those standing in the gap interceding on behalf of those who aren't praying for themselves, we can bring the will of God into fruition. And it's a battle in the spirit. This is spiritual warfare. This is how we as a corporate body can pray and things change. Pray that they will uh, that the blind will be brought by a way they did not know, that the Lord will lead them in paths they have not known, that he will make darkness light before them and crooked places straight. And the Lord says, these things I will do for them and not forsake them. God wants to do this for them. We're praying in agreement with his heart, but because they can't do it on their own, we have to help them by praying for them. Glory to God. We have got to help them by praying for them. We have got to help them by praying for them. Somebody say, amen. Listen, I'm going to go to one more place in scripture, Ephesians chapter one and verse 17, uh, verse 18. And it, this is where we talk about the eyes of someone's understanding. These are the eyes of the heart. Your heart has eyes. That's where your faith is, your heart. And God wants you to pray for folks to have the right heart so that they can be set free. We don't want it to always be the result of somebody having to go to prison and sit and wait and the Lord speaks to them in the prison house. We want people to come to the knowledge of God before it gets to that point. Their feet will run to evil, says Isaiah 59. The Bible says that they will have thoughts that are thoughts of iniquity. We need to pray for their minds. Ephesians 1, thank you, Holy Ghost. In verse 18, it says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. Listen, the Bible says that by the word of the Lord, by the word of God, light enters the heart. We need to pray that light enters the hearts of people who have been stolen. Their minds have been stolen by these lies that have been woven and they've been entangled with lies. And we've got to just pray in faith and believe that God is going to do it. Many people just don't know who they are in Christ. They don't know that they don't have to be afraid. They don't know that they don't have to show up with a picket sign, that they don't have to show up and, and yell and scream, that they don't have to go and attack somebody, that they don't have to come up with a plan to rob somebody or break into someone's house. Some people don't know that God is in control and that he will give us perfect plans, that he has a plan and a purpose, and that we don't have to get involved before he says get involved. Some of us just need wisdom which comes from what? The fear of the Lord. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. It says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And so it behooves us to fear the Lord. Walking in our own ways only leads us to crooked paths. That means I'm ready to take the bait of Satan. 
It says the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know. God wants us to know. God wants the blind to know. What does he want them to know? It says, what is the hope of his calling? When he calls you and you say yes to Jesus, you need to know the hope in there that you don't have to be afraid. You don't, we get blind when we start walking in fear. When we start walking outside of our identity. We start thinking we've got to be the center of our decisions. When we think that a certain party needs to be extracted and we're the ones to do it. <laughs> that we're gonna come up with a cunning plan. That's when we start acting like the enemy. That's what the enemy does, he's cunning. He's the one who's got this master plan to destroy our nation. We don't need to act like him. We need to go to the Father. What else does he want you to know? Not just the hope of his calling. He wants, to know, wants you to know what, a, what the hope of is his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. The riches of the glory of his inheritance. The riches of the glory of his inheritance. You have a glory. You have a glory. And you are an inheritance of God. And you don't have to be afraid of anyone. You serve the king. You belong to the king. And we need to pray that people come to this knowledge, this understanding, that they don't have to be the hero. They don't have to be the hero in their own story. Jesus is the hero. He is the king. And every knee will bow. Every tongue will confess that he's Lord. He's Lord today. And so we need to pray. So pray with me that the seeds of the enemy, that the webs that he's weaving, that these spider-like demonic spirits that he is spreading throughout the land in the air that are parachuting upon people and in their homes and in their neighborhoods and in their meetings and in their schools and in their dining room conversations, that they don't buy the lies of the enemy. Because once they buy it and they get in the web, it, the web only wants to bring them into more and more bondage. And that's where we see mental health decline. And that's when we see the acts of violence break out. We need to be in prayer, friends. We need to be in prayer, son and daughter of God. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the word. We thank you that you've made us a, a peculiar people. Hallelujah. We are those who don't fight like others fight. You are the God of the angel armies. Hallelujah. And you've given us authority with you. You've given us the ability to come before you, the righteous judge, and make supplications. You've allowed us, God, entry into the throne room to pray and be with you and make requests. Hallelujah. To even declare the word of God. You said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin and heal the land. We want to see our nation healed, but it is up to your people to seek your face. Turn from our wicked ways. Be humble and pray in agreement with you so that you will hear us, forgive the sin, and heal the land. God, we want to see the glory of the Lord reigning on the earth. We want to see the glory of the Lord reigning in our country. Speak to us and through us, God. Use us in prayer. Give us a heart to pray. Give us a merciful heart. Glory to God. God, you even said, I will be merciful upon those I will be merciful. You will show mercy to whom you will show mercy. You decide who to show mercy to. It's not up to us. If it were up to us, none of us would qualify for mercy. And so how dare we judge and condemn others? We pray for the heart of Jesus to flood your church. 
and we pray against that spirit of religion and that spirit of politics. They want to infuse inside of us a pride and a self-reliance and traditions and commandments of men that take us out of worship with you. Sacrificial, unconditional love is what you've called us to. You said you desire mercy, not sacrifice. You desire for us to be merciful and not to be about religious rote activity and throwing the Bible at people. No, you want relationship. You want us to wash each other's feet. You want us to kneel before those who don't deserve it and wash their feet with the word, to kneel before them as their servants and love them. Teach us this, God. We are not here to rally and rebel against the land, but to serve each other and to honor the king. Glory to God and pray for those who are over us. We pray for the president in the U.S. Senate and the House of Representatives and our city councils and our government leaders on the county level. We pray for our school boards, God. We pray for the water resources <laughs> supervisors, God. We pray for all that have been given authority in our land. We pray that they will come to know the heart of Jesus and that you will move their hearts just like you promised. You said the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. You're using all of us, God, for your glory. Be glorified. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, I pray that you are comforted by this message and that you're not afraid, but that you're also emboldened to pray for people who are blind to be awakened. And the Bible says the blind will lead the blind and they will all end up in a ditch. They will fall. And that's not what we want. We want them to be set free before the fall, amen. I praise God for you. If you want to learn more about our ministry, you can go to faithfireworldwide.com. That's also where you can partner with us and sign up with, for our uh, email newsletter. We are a partner-supported ministry. This is our life, and this is why we're here, to share what the Word of the Lord is saying to His church so that we can pray, so that we can serve Him and worship Him in spirit and in truth. We praise God for you being here today. We will be back. The Lord is giving me uh, more to share about the famine that is developing in the land. Yes, there is a famine, part four of uh, our, our message about the famine is coming soon. I praise God for you, and we will see you next time. God bless you.